Hey, this is the Councilman, inviting you to tune in for Down Ballot, live every Tuesday at 7.30 p.m. Pacific, right here on Echoplex Media, or on your favorite podcatcher. Get the dip on local derp from the folks who know it best, us. And don't forget to stay tuned for local love. Down Ballot, because all derp is local. Fuck off, jerk off! I don't wanna hear it! Fuck off, jerk off! Read it to the lyrics! Don't let the fuck you feel 
Hey, podcast listeners, welcome to The Plex. Also, live listeners, thanks for sticking around. We do the show live every Sunday, 7 to 9 p.m. Pacific and beyond into red light. The podcast is the 8 to 9 hour, so you miss a lot by only listening to the podcast. But you can check us out live, twitch.tv slash media. We're live almost every night, and uh, we do a variety of interesting and uninteresting things around here. You can support our project by going to echoplexmedia.com, click the support tab. Our swag shop has been especially kicking ass lately. Go check out some of the shirts, um, the coffee mugs, et cetera, et cetera. The stuff in there is really good. Shout out to the people at Fourth Wall for that. Um, I'm producer Dave. You can find me on Grinder, And uh, this is what the people want. Police officers, they've gone insane. I don't hate the cops. And there's a person inside when the truncheon stops Oh, don't hate the cops Oh, when the raiders come Who will protect the shops? Don't hate the cops They're a sensitive bunch If you don't stop throwing your rocks Snap, crackle, pop It's the sound of a taser Your body drops Don't hate the cops oh, Don't hate the cops Don't hate the cops Like your local police Cause they don't do nothing wrong Like your local police Got rid of the corruption And the racism is gone They've been keeping the peace Keeping homeless folks out of the parks and malls Got a cure for your social disease Follow the law, don't hate the cops Follow the law, don't hate the cops First, we have a heartbreaking story out of Colorado Springs, Colorado. <clears throat> More violence at a queer event. Um, someone went in to the only, I guess, gay bar in the area and started shooting. Um, we're going to see more and more of this. And um, just a shout out to the patrons who 
some of whom decided they needed to act quickly. And uh, this could have been a lot worse if um, there weren't some people there willing to put their own life at risk to stop what was happening. Um, here is what is probably going to be the hardest thing we've watched in a long time on this stream. This is a, a fellow who was there being interviewed by the local news. As I was dancing on the dance floor, um, I heard shots fired. I thought it was the music because um, there were no screams. There was no help, help, nothing like that. Um, then there were more shots. When I realized what was going on, I ran to the dressing room immediately. There was a customer that followed me, and there was a drag performer, uh, Delusional, who was in the dressing room. I made them lock the doors, and we got down on the ground and cut off the lights immediately. We heard everything. We heard more shots fired. We heard uh, the assailant being beat up by someone that I assumed that tackled him. We heard the police come in. Shout out to the person who whooped that ass. Shout out to the person who whooped that ass. We heard them yelling at him. We heard uh, them saying check certain people because they're critical. Um, we, we heard everything and all I can think about is everything. My life Just everything, friends, family, loved ones. I came here to celebrate my birthday. Honestly, I was supposed to be in Denver, but I came back a day early and like, I just, it's sad. Joshua, what does this mean for the LGBTQ community here in Colorado Springs, this shooting? It's, it's hard to say. It means so much because this is our only safe space here in the Springs. And so for this to get shot up, like, what are we gonna do now? Where are we gonna go? Yeah, we can rebuild and, and come together and this, but what about those people that lost their lives for no reason? Like the 18, other 18 that were injured, I could have been one of them. Like, it's, it means a lot because again, what are we gonna do now? How are we gonna feel safe in our in our city this was your safe space yeah this was the only lgbtqia plus space in the entire city of colorado springs it's won awards in independent magazine it's i got my start here like so many of my friends i met here and people that i call loved ones and now it's shattered This hits a little different than Pulse, too, because of the uh, the climate around this stuff right now. Um, what happened at Pulse was a tragedy. I don't want to downplay that. More people died at Pulse, and it uh, seems like in this case, someone or someones, knowing kind of what time it was, just whooped that ass. And listen, I mean, I come from a generation of gay people where we knew that we would probably have to bash back one day and um, the millennials and the Gen Zers or whatever, maybe they thought that 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 was over and it's not, it's worse now. And so, you know, uh, other gay and queer people in my community, um, in this community, if, if you are uh, of a mind, go take some self-defense courses. 
Good ones. Not like not like fucking CrossFit or some fucking MMA bullshit. Go find like good ones. Where they teach you how to take a gun away from somebody. That kind of shit. Because you gotta do it. If you're not gay or queer, you should do that anyway. Uh, if you find yourself in spaces with marginalized groups. Um, bigger men out there like me especially, please, please do that. Um, we're going to find out more about this. Uh, it seems like it was a failure of law enforcement more broadly because this person had issued bomb threats before and not for nothing. This happened right as this place was getting ready to celebrate, uh, what is it? Trans. Oh no. Trans remembrance day. And, uh, the place got shot up now. And one of the people killed was a trans man. Uh, one the bar, a bartender was killed. He had moved to Colorado Springs specifically to work at this place. What a fucking tragedy. I'm, that's it. I'm not, I got nothing else. Um, here we got one of the dumbest motherfuckers on the planet. And not for nothing, one of the, one of the people who has contributed to the hatred of queer people his entire career. It's, uh, one Mr. Mike Pence. Um, he's going to keenly state the obvious about the end of uh, the administration he was part of. Uh, to me, the greatest accomplishment was three Supreme Court justices made our liberties more secure and gave America a new beginning. Whose liberties? Writing about all of that, and of course, writing all the way to the end and the difficult days at the end. Our administration didn't end well, but writing about those four years is what so helped me God is principally all about. And I, I, my, my heart's desire is that it gives people hope and encouragement that what we did before we can do again. I always say it didn't end well, you say, and he's like writing a book. He's going to try to get back in the good graces of the MAGA people, even though they fucking tried to kill him. Like they were outside. We watched it. There weren't a lot of people watching this channel at that point. There were maybe eight of you or 10 of you. They were like saying, hang Mike Pence, hang Mike Pence. And he wants to get back in their good graces because he wants to stay on that gravy gravy train. What a massive piece of shit. We're like a craven piece of shit he is and not for nothing he's part of the problem in the first story we covered he's just uh old school at it he's been doing it his whole career and he his loafers sometimes look a little light to me but that's just my opinion and um you know if mike pence is a gay man then that's even worse because he's lived a tortured life but i don't know maybe he deserves it based on his uh behavior anyway here's how you talk to steve bannon you're the king of the stop the steal movement what are you doing here? Shouldn't she be running away from you, running towards the moderates, trying to get the old John McCain, Jeff Flake voter? I think she's going to get that. You know, Carrie Lake's the future. Carrie Lake, this energy, that uh, this populist nationalist energy. So the energy what's, she do, what's she doing to appeal to those voters, the moderates? I it think, seems like she's running against those no, people. No, I tell you what she's running for. This is the independent vote. And the, and the working class and middle class out here. But people. why is she still talking about the 2020 election? Wait to the House of Representatives next year when we have a real J6 committee. Oh, come and on. And we're going to adjudicate. Oh, no, we're going to adjudicate all of 3 November. We can't, you don't we're not really gonna, believe this. 100%. You seriously 100%. think it was a stolen That guy just said to him, you don't really believe this shit. 100% and, and she still thinks it was and she's oh, still talking about 100%. it? 100%. People stormed the Capitol over this shit, dude. These are these are lies. That was not by Trump. That was These are lies over the lies. It's not, by the way. If you weren't lying we, about hang, it, that hang, wouldn't hang, happen. Hang on, hang on. Come on, you, you don't believe this, man. I'll argue with you about the border. You don't believe this shit. I'm not doing 100%. this anymore. I'm not doing this. <laughs>
He was like, he's like, if you're just going to fucking lie to my face, I'm not even going to interview you. Like, that's like, I know it's for show in some ways, but this is if the press would have dealt with these people like this in this way, it would have been much better. It would have been just so much better. They would have been like, <clears throat> I'm sorry, this interview's over. You, you, you're not going to come on here and just tell lie after lie to my audience. Like <clears throat> when I have people on who I disagree with people who are spreading conspiracy theories, I let them talk, but it's quite clear that I don't agree with them and that I am there to dunk on them, to humiliate them, to make fun of them. Um, and that's like my role. Like I'm a polemicist. I'm just a Twitch streamer with like, you know, sometimes we're, sometimes we're lucky and we get a hundy here, you know, and we're on our way up. I appreciate everybody, but it's, that's like, you have to deal with these people in that way. They, there's nothing, these people, the kryptonite for these people is that for you to not take them seriously, to be dismissive of them and to act just to act like that guy did just to be completely incredulous and be like, Oh, well, I'm just going to go talk to somebody else. This is a waste of my time and a waste of my audience's time. That was, that guy's good. That guy's good. So, um, in more news about homophobia, which is unfortunate, it seems like the average Republican senator or member of the House of Representatives is less bigoted against gay people than Tiny Dancer Ben. And here's my evidence. So, with the Democrats taking the Senate, they're now going to move ahead with a vote on a gay marriage bill. Now, what is the purpose of a gay marriage bill? There is no purpose to a gay marriage bill. Obergefell has already been ruled upon. And a simple gay marriage bill is not even a constitutional amendment. So it's not even above and beyond the Supreme Court ruling. The Supreme Court ruling is still the law. If the Supreme Court ruling... You know, the point of this Respect for Marriage Act, which, by the way, I didn't think it was perfect or whatever, but the idea was that n- now not only is it going to be a Supreme Court decision, but it will also have been legislated by both houses of Congress and signed by the president. So it makes it like politically more difficult for the Supreme Court to take that away. It just it just is. It makes it harder for them to justify it. If they justify it by saying, oh, the other court was wrong. That's one thing. But if they say the other the last court was wrong and so was the so were both houses of Congress and the president. That's a different statement. The the first one is just overturning a previous ruling. The second one is legislating from the bench. Right were overturned, a quick majority in the Senate could quickly overturn this law. Okay, but the idea here is that you're going to get all the Republicans on record as to whether they support or do not support same-sex marriage. Now, let me just put this out there for the Republican senators. If you vote in favor of the idea that society has an obligation to recognize male-male or female-female dyads in the same way that society has an obligation to recognize male-female, you should not be in the Republican Party. You shouldn't. Most Republicans disagree with Ben Shapiro. Polling on gay marriage is like most like people they don't care anymore. This is not gonna this is not a wedge issue, and it's not gonna work out well for the American right over the next five or ten years if they try to fucking cl- like latch onto this. It's it's working with trans folks, I think, because people are squicked out by it still, which is wrong. People shouldn't be squicked out by trans people. But it works a little bit better. But just like, like the, now they're going after fucking Will from Will and Grace. That's they're just going after Will from Will and Grace, and that was on right after Friends, and that did more to like I think the show Will and Grace probably did more to like push gay acceptance than anything because they portrayed Will as like a very heteronormative guy, and that he's a guy like me, sort of like 
you might not know that I'm gay just from talking to me unless you're hot and I'm like not looking at your face and your shirt's off or something, but that's different. So this is a loser for the right in America. This is because their, their own party doesn't give a fuck anymore. They're either like, they're either supportive or they're just like, it's your business. Only like the fucking culture war people and the evangelicals give a fuck about this anymore. Hey, the reason I say this is not because I wish to shrink the size of the Republican Party. Because if the fundamental basis of human society is male, female, child, and you think that by passing a law you can change that reality, you do not belong in government. Now you just don't belong in government at all. But like, okay, so sure, the basis of humanity is people reproducing. But like me going off and making the mistake of getting married next week or something to somebody I have no business getting married to or whatever, it doesn't stop somebody else from having a fucking kid. Like, it doesn't stop you and Chad. If you want to have kids, what the fuck is what I'm doing? Because I'm not going to have no kids. Whether or not I can get married, I'm gay. Or I'm not going to fuck women. I don't fuck women. So we're, I'm not going to create a kid with a woman. So it doesn't matter in that case if I can or I can't get married. And so, like, shouldn't we be, like, erring on the side of, like, personal liberty and people's dis ability to have the same rights as each other? I mean, I think most, like, moderate Republicans are going to err on that side just because they have, like, gay friends and gay coworkers and shit. And he, one of his friends is gay, although it's Dave Rubin. So, I mean, I don't respect Dave Rubin either, but it's not for that reason. Ben, ben needs, just needs different reasons to not respect Dave Rubin. He's picked the wrong one. This is a very simple proposition. Men and men are not the same as a man and a woman who are capable of becoming one flesh and producing a child. This is not difficult stuff. We keep trying, though, Ben. Many Republicans will be tempted to vote for this simply to avoid the conflict. So that people don't yell at them. Oh, my gosh, you're not respecting love is love. Now, first of all, the love is love argument was always bullcrap. What if, Ben, what if some conservatives don't agree with you? What if enough conservatives don't agree with you that it is politically dangerous for certain Republicans in certain districts to vote against gay marriage? What if, what if that's gotten better for people like me and many people in my chat, I think, are gay and lesbian? What if, what if that's actually gotten better for us and you lost that culture war? Like you just lost Will, the guy, whoever plays Will or whoever write, whoever wrote Will and Grace kicked your ass in that part of the culture war, like 20 years ago. And there's just nothing you can do about it. What if that's the case, Ben, then what, what are you going to do? And just try to kick everybody out of the Republican party because fucking time marches on. And some of the people in the Republican party have decided to march with time. Here's more. Here's a right-wing nut job. Steve Deese also not happy with the Respect for Marriage Act. This isn't real to them. Now, one day they will find out that hell is. This is the stuff of Nero. And if we're going to sit here and talk spiritual implications and manifestations. No, no, no. We're talking, we're talking the material world and people's rights who live on this planet right now. We're not talking about the supernatural or your spiritual ideas and not for nothing. Most American like mainline American Christians are uh, in favor of gay marriage. Most Americans across almost no matter how you slice it, unless you slice it so like specifically that you're almost slicing it so that you're like, well, what percentage of people who are against gay marriage or against gay marriage it doesn't matter like what demographics you choose. Generally, people are going to be in favor of gay marriage. When the spirit of the age manifests itself on, on that team, you obviously need to know if you come to this show, I'm sure as hell going to do it when it happens on the other one. 
This is the stuff of Nero. Now, Nero in our system of government could not put Christians on stakes, light them on fire to illuminate his orgies. He doesn't have the power to manifest something like that. What? But here's what Nero will do. Lawfare from the federal government of the United States of America will now be declared upon the church of Jesus Christ. What? The United States government is about keep to thinking the video froze, but he just sits really still when he's done talking there itself at war with the kingdom of God openly on a federal. He has an R RBG sticker on his laptop. I'm real glad we can't read the words on it. Level. No longer just a few blue states like Oregon that want to go after sweet cakes by Melissa or Washington that want to go after Baron L. Stutzman or a few crazies in Denver, Colorado and their rainbow jihad that want to go after poor Jack. No, on a systemic level, the United States of America is going to declare war on the church with this legislation. That's its intent. That's a, that's a little dramatic. The legislation is fairly moderate. You can go read it yourself. Um, yeah, it's fairly moderate. It, I would like it. I would have liked it to be worded more strongly, but it's still, it's legislation that, you know, reinforces the Oberfeld. I, I, I can never say that word. It reinforces the Supreme court's decision on gay marriage saying that basically it is a protected right. And that's pretty much all And it. It's even got carve outs for like religious freedom and stuff to the, they did to try to get some of the moderate Republicans to vote for it. Go read the bill. It is not a radical piece of legislation. Well, if you can imagine this, Matt Walsh also does not like this one bit. He's literally just going to say exactly what Ben Shapiro said. Obviously, if you do this, it is to begin with, it's not just this, but it is also to begin with. Um, a threat to an attack on religious liberty. Why? That's where it ultimately... What about my religious liberty to not be religious? What about your religious liberty in my chat, whatever faith you choose? What if your faith tells you that I do have the same rights that you do? What about your religious liberty? Please. Because if you're codifying on a federal level that two men have a, a right to get married... No, they already did a human right, a civil right, Yes. then that would mean by, by extension that, uh, you know, that a, a church that refuses to marry a gay couple is depriving them of their basic human civil rights. No, that is not true. Even the, the Oberfell decision was never interpreted that way. And there's language in this law about that. This law does not say that your church has to do any of that shit. We live in a country where a church could refuse to fucking do interracial marriage because the crazy way we think about religious freedom so no that's what's not happening what they're saying is the county clerk or whoever processes your marriage license can't refuse to do it in the course of their job and to some extent private businesses like the cakes and stuff because if you're open to the public you have to take all comers um if uh, you can't discriminate against people who are in protected classes or whatever and that goes back to the 14th amendment they may not be putting that language in the bill exactly because they want it to pass, but that's what it means. So now the bill doesn't, it doesn't even matter what the bill says. Matt Walsh is reading the fucking tea leaves on a piece of paper where there's no fucking tea leaves. And that's how it will be used, no matter what the bill says. And I'll tell you this, you know, 
any but, Republican. But nobody wants to go get married at a place that hates them. People want their weddings to be nice or people want their weddings to be uneventful and they just go to like a justice of the peace or Vegas or whatever they do, you know? Again, who would sign on to a bill like this. I don't care if they have this weak, you know, they, they've created this Trojan horse now where they're pretending that they're protecting re- religious liberty. Doesn't matter. Any Republican- so now, so he's like, I don't even care if there's language in the bill that that makes it clear that we're not going to force any church to do anything. He's like, I don't care what the bill says. Actually, I'm just pissed. I'm just pissed because they're they're doing a nice for the queers. I mean, that's all he's saying, right? He's like, they're doing a nice for the queers, and I hate it. I would sign on to that. Should be exiled from the party. It won't happen because this is the direction the whole party is going. But that's what should happen. Well, the, 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 if the whole fucking, if your whole, if your whole voter base is going in the direction of, yes, people should be able to get married if they're the same sex or no, I don't care. And I don't, I'm not going to vote based on this issue. This is not an important issue to me. If that's the way your party's going, man, I don't know. You got to go along to get along or you're going to get left behind by the GOP on gay rights. Imagine the GOP leaving you behind on the issue of gay rights. Imagine what a fucking monster you need to be for that to happen. You know, you are, these, these are Republicans who are signing on to something that only 10 years ago would have, would have been too radically far left for even the farthest left people in the Democrat party. Except that's not true. Except that's not true. There were people in the Democratic Party going all the way back to the 80s who were for gay marriage. I want to say Bernie Sanders came out for that shit like when he was in the House of Representatives. Like fucking, I think Dianne Feinstein came out for gay marriage when she was like in her 50s or 40s or some shit because of what she saw happen to Harvey Milk. Like, this is not 10 years ago. The Democratic Party was on its way there. 10 years ago, most Democratic voters were in favor of gay marriage. He's just wrong. He's like pining away for a past that never existed. Well, this next one's just weird. There's uh, here's Tiny Dancer Ben and uh, Matt Walsh talking about whether or not uh, people from Mars would be uh, in favor of gay marriage. They should be because if men, women are from Venus and men are from Mars, well, if you live on Mars, who are you going to date? Who are you going to marry? But put aside the rule of construction. The thing that's really amazing to me is that it is now apparently the law of the land and societal rule that the only rationale that you would possibly have for saying that a marriage is between a man and a woman is because you're a Christian or a Jew or a Muslim. That's really the only reason at all. That the only reason will allow you to have these crazy beliefs so long as you can show that they're crazy beliefs. So long as you can show that the reason that you believe that marriage is between a man and a woman is because you read it in a book and because you really believe the book. They keep saying sincere religious belief. I don't even know how you measure sincere religious belief. Are we going to like now? It's just an olive branch to the it's just an olive branch to the people on the political right who were fence sitters on it. They're like, look, we're just going to put some language in here that, that makes it so that your voters, the more moderate voters of yours are going to be OK with this. And we'd like it if you could vote for this. And they're like, yeah, sure, actually, some of them. And I guess they don't, I guess these people don't like that. Monitor how often you go to church, 
or a synagogue, whether you keep kosher or whether you take communion in order to determine your sincere. I mean, the same media that declares that Nancy Pelosi is a sincere religious believer who is just for the mass abortion of, of unborn children. Will declare that you, Matt Walsh, are not actively in, in favor of the things that you're in favor of. You're just a religious bigot. You're a bigot. Right. And your religion is a cover for your bigot. Well, no, you. Yeah. Well, I don't give a fuck, actually. Like, I don't know who he's talking about. I don't give a fuck why Matt Walsh is a bigot. I just know that he is a bigot. And Matt Walsh can go fuck himself. I don't care why. We got a ton of religious people that hang out in this community. We got religious people and non-religious people that get along great in chat. No problems. I mean, sometimes y'all don't agree about everything, but like generally people in here are like, oh yeah, that's fine. Oh, Dave's gay. That's fine. This is a fun place to hang out. Like that's fucking most people. Religious or not. They don't, most people don't care. They wouldn't even be thinking about this. I'm, I'm highly annoyed by the constant derogation of non-religious arguments into religious arguments. And this is what the left loves to do. They like to say, you're pro-life. The reason you're pro-life is because of your, your crazy religion. And so maybe we can respect your crazy religion. Along those, that, that is not the argument for marriage. The argument for marriage has literally nothing to do with religion. You could be an, an, a visitor from, from Mars and, and you could see that all of human procreation relies on man, woman, child. This is not particularly difficult stuff. By essentially boxing in the argument in favor of traditional marriage into well if you're a crazy religious believer maybe we'll let you have that but you know if you're if you're baking a, if you're a cake baker then we're not sure about that right i mean like we're not sure how far this this religious liberty thing extends what you're really doing is you're setting the ground game at same-sex marriage and traditional marriage are completely the same thing and if you object to it the only reason that we'll even allow you to do that is because of this crazy thing called religion no you're still allowed to you're still allowed to be against it you're allowed to like be against it all you want. There's people who are still against uh, interracial marriage. They're not not allowed to be against it. It's just that they're the Democrats and some of the more moderate Republicans to their credit probably want to put this issue to bed because it's a loser. The Republican, the moderate Republicans certainly want to put this issue to bed because it's a loser for their party. You just poll after poll after poll. It's just a loser for their party. And if they have to like hitch their wagon to this shit, they they're they're going to lose an election, uh, either a primary to a more moderate Republican or a general to a Democrat in a tough district. It isn't it, it's not going to work as a wedge issue. It just isn't. And this idea that like marriage is about procreation. Well, then why the fuck are my parents still married? I'm pretty sure they're not they're not going to have a kidney time soon. <laughs> they're both over 70. Why the fuck do older people after maybe their spouse dies get married? Why do people who like you, I know married couples who want to have a kid and can't, should we not let them be married anymore? People get married <clears throat> one. They love each other uh, Two, There's legal protections that come with marriage and that's it. That's those are the, then it's fine. Get married for whatever reason you want. Two people consenting to get married? Cool. Fuck three people consenting to get married. I don't care. It's not my business. All once you get into that polygamy stuff, you end up there ends up being some power stuff going on there. But if none of that's going on, that's none of my business anyway. So we're done with the um <clears throat> we're done with the Daily Wire's um anti gay marriage section. Now we're gonna move on to the um Well, it's not gonna get any better. Here's Vincent James. And uh, he agrees with little Nikki Fuentes from last week. We played it during red light, actually, uh, that what we need is a dictatorship so that uh, 
these people can be in charge. As far as forcing people to believe what we believe, yes, I completely agree. When Nick says in that clip that was posted by Right Wing Watch that we need basically a dictatorship, yes, I agree. Yes, ban the gay flag in schools. Yes, ban teaching of gender ideology or gender identity or gender expression in schools. Yes, ban the gay straight alliance and other groups just like them from operating in schools. Yes, ban LGBTQ plus pro pedophile groups from op- operating in schools. Wait, what? They just they keep trying to they've been doing this since the fucking the beginning of what we called what was it the before Pride it was called Gay Freedom Day or whatever. They've been doing this since then, since like since like the 70s. They've been trying to like trying to be like, "Oh, it's a uh, LGBTQP and it's like P." Like, you know, pedophiles. We're like, "No." Like, "No, we don't know." No. Completely do away with the entire curriculum that is in place within red state schools and create a brand new curriculum. Create a curriculum that is pro-God. Fuck what they say about the separation of church and state. You shouldn't give a shit about that because that's something that they got control of back in the 1960s. There were two Supreme Court rulings on By the way, both of them were uh, Jewish Americans who brought these cases to the Supreme Court. What the fuck? Uh, That was something that was done back then. Fuck what they say. Fuck their rules. They say, fuck your rules. How about we start to say, no, fuck your rules. And we start to make our schools, public schools, private schools, doesn't matter. Pro-God, pro-Christian, pro-conservative. Rewrite the entire curriculum. Make all new books. Make all new reading lists. And we start to force society into believing what we believe because that's exactly what we're what they're doing to us except that we win the culture war in the culture like i was saying before will and grace won the culture war for the gays that's just it i know it's other stuff people activists i don't want to like i don't want to like discount the work of activists but when you talk about culture war stuff the libs tend to play on the battlefield of the culture and those people on the other side of the culture war try to use other levers of power to stop the progress that the libs and i'm using that term broadly will tend to make in the culture it's the way it's always been so i don't know y'all just better get better at culture That's the only way you're ever going to win the culture war. So we're going to move on to the Trump segment here. This is great because Trump uh, announced that he's going to run this week. And it was, uh, let's say, lackluster. It wasn't the greatest announcement. Low energy, as, uh, as the former guy would say. Well, here's Trump's lawyer, I guess, or former lawyer, talking about how it's actually uh, against the First Amendment for the major news outlets to not cover Trump's announcement. I think we've seen those games uh, throughout uh, the 2020 campaign. Uh, they don't think that they don't want the American people to hear directly from, you know, the biggest leader of the greatest political movement in our history. So I do suspect they'll try to, you know, censor and cut away. However, the people are 
anxious to hear from him. So they will go right around the major networks if they do indeed cut away. They'll go to Real America's Voice. They'll go to RSVN. They'll go to OAN. So many other independent media. Uh, because that's what you have to do now. I mean, we do not have the First Amendment. It's under attack. <laughs> the First Amendment is when the news covers exactly what I think they should cover. <clears throat> you know what? It's it's a violation of my First Amendment rights that uh, the local ABC affiliate hasn't done like a special on uh, Echoplex Media. They haven't come into the studio with their real cameras, interviewed me, the media wench, uh, made sure we had uh, HK on remote to talk about it. This is a violation of my rights. We're not on the fucking news. Like that's what she, that's, that's the, I mean, I'm less popular than Donald Trump, obviously, which boggles the mind a little bit, maybe, but, uh, <laughs> but like, that's the argument she's making is like, oh, we don't have a first amendment anymore because the news finds this to be not newsworthy, but it's amazing. Trump is even losing the crazies. Like here is uh Ali Alexander and Laura Loomer <laughs> didn't like Trump's speech. This is a failure for Trump to imagine how he's going to get fucked again. And that to me is, is pissing me off. Uh, and by the way, this is my first, this is my first time talking about my reaction to the speech. So it's, I'm, it's a little cathartic, but look, I, I, and I think that there might be some truth in what, what Laura's saying, because I've seen other people kind of say this, like the subdued response was met with positive responses on Fox news, positive responses with all these kind of never Trumpers. But who do you need in the primary? You need Roger Stone, Laura Loomer, Nick Fuentes, Ollie Alexander, Bake right. Alaska, Ethan Ralph. And the fact that these advisors, and I'm just, look, I'm going to unload on these fucking advisors. That speech <laughs> sucked. Um, the acoustics sucked. Um, not having Laura Loomer there sucked. Um, I would have even invited people I don't like, like, you know, you know, even, even British citizens who pretend to be Americans. I would have invited people <laughs> who have sewn into my race and my legacy, because this is about to be a fight that you can't imagine. I will say, you know, I like even the host kind of sneered and looked off to the side. And this is the kill stream. Um, it would have been nice. A lot of people I know got invites. There were people I was like, why the fuck is this person there? Because I don't know, Ali will probably agree. Honestly, the invite li list looked like Grifter Central. And so, you know, there were a lot of people who have never done anything for President Trump who were there. I don't understand why they were there. So the audio was bad at the thing, but that's just what happens when like no union will work with you. Like there are professionals who will come out and make sure that your audio is good. And um, they tend to be uh, union people and they're not going to go deal with Donald Trump and his organization. And so that's what happens. What happens? You know, uh, good audio has a left wing bias. You wouldn't know it here on Twitch, but <laughs> good audio does, in fact, have a left wing bias. Here's a uh, little Nikki Fuentes also not happy with Trump's speech at like at all. At all. This is great. This is great. I love watching these people turn on, uh, turn on Donald Trump. Here we go. Uh, that was horrible. That is one of the worst things I've ever seen in my entire life. And I'm reevaluating my support for Trump 2024 after that. That was bad. That was... Probably throw your hat, little Nikki. Throw your hat. 
the worst case scenario worse than i was anticipating i wasn't sure because the last couple Throw your hat. were good uh but this was awful it's hard to imagine how it could have been worse from beginning to end and style and substance the delivery the content the entire thing was an abject absolute failure and a disaster and a total disappointment I like to imagine that right when they cut it, it was before he just threw his hat all furious. Like, <laughs> oh no, this is, the world is fucked. The world is absolutely fucked, but at least, uh, at least there's a lot of infighting over there on that side. Not just the left infighting. But don't worry. Donald Trump still has support of somebody. Looks like he's still got a Madison Cawthorn support. Yeah, I will follow this man till the day I die, you know, barring some terrible information. But this man has bled for us. This man has fought for us. This man has put his entire career, has put his entire life, has put his entire persona, everything about him, everything about the Trump family, the children, him, his wife. He's put it all on the line for every single one of us. And so to his wife, you mean Ivanka? Conservatives who are talking about, oh, well, maybe his time's over. What? Where is your loyalty? How can you look yourself in the mirror as a man and say, oh, well, I'll turn my back on somebody, you know, when, when the t going gets tougher, when it's not a sure thing. This man fought for you. This man gave us a strong nation. He gave us strong foreign trade. He gave us strong trade policies. He, gave, he got us out of foreign interventionism. He stopped spending overpaying for NATO and for all of our alliances. He made the world fear us. And you know what? I don't really want a president who is just loved and going to be hugged on and wear the exact same clothes as some freaking communist dictator does in China. Wait, what? I want a president who people are terrified. Don't, doesn't Xi Jinping, Xi Jinping just wear a suit? Of, who's going to push people out of the way when he's walking up because he's the United States of freaking America and he represents every single one of us. <laughs> Madison Cawthorn, not happy with people like little Nikki Fuentes jumping ship on a one Mr. Donald Trump. And what we got now is what exactly is the opposite of a palate cleanser? Well, I'm going to show you. We don't have a palate cleanser this week. We have the literal opposite of a palate cleanser. This is like one of the worst things I've ever fucking seen. So I'm going to show you this hack um, for whoever needs it. Um, basically, every time, for example, whenever you see like, you know, that a girl's looking good, like from your peripheral or something, right? I what I what I usually do is I turn the other way and I say, it's for you, Lord. And I, I'm in constant communion with the Lord as I'm working. That badonk is for the Lord. Now, as I'm as I'm stretching, whatever the case is. And. But today, today I was like stretching and and my eyes just caught something and I'm like, you know, like a girl and it was like quick, but then I wasn't, I wasn't ashamed Has of it. Has this guy ever talked to a girl or a woman? I'm sorry. Cause he says a girl, but it was a young woman, right? Certainly. Just brought the Lord into it and I was like, God, what do I do with that? Like, okay. You know, boom. I looked, what do I do with that? Like I, and I don't want any lust in my heart. Like. So I was, I was praying. I was like, Lord, if there's any lust in my heart in Jesus' name, let it be removed. Father, I want to honor you in this. And so I just brought him. And then God said to him, actually, it's all right to check out somebody you find attractive. Um, this is how we meet people. This is how we have straight marriage. 
is that you see someone you find attractive and you speak with them. And then the Lord says, well, wait a minute. No, no, don't talk to anyone, dude. Into it. And I was like, yo, like, it's crazy because, you know, when you be getting in a relationship with like a very pretty girl, like many, most of us have, like, um, like, maybe no. a month or two later, that, um, that, that like, mm, like, wow, she's so hot or she's so cute. It kind of fades away. You know what I mean? And it's, dude, you're tripping. You're tripping. My last long-term boyfriend, we were together for five years and the whole time I was just like, oh my fucking God, I can't believe that I'm waking up next to this guy. Because it's superficial. It has to go way more than that. Like, who is she in her heart? Like, how does she think? How does she get up when she falls? Like, these are the things that make you really fall in love, you know? And and it just goes to show that the flesh is so quick to grab on to something that's, like, pleasurable, you know? And, you know, I was I was asking the Lord, like, how do I tell this to my TikTok people? Because I wanted to share this with you guys. But not just, like, a quick little message. I wanted to really get down to the root of it. And the Lord showed me that the reason why we're not seeing women rightly is because we can't see him rightly. We can't see his love rightly rightly for us so the moment that we know how much god loves you or god loves a woman we begin to honor her we begin to take care of her we begin to to just man it's way deeper than a good body than a pretty face you know and you're looking at me post these things about a woman and people listening on the pod the chat is very funny you should definitely join live sometime that's twitch.tv slash echoplex media that's why it's very important for for when the man leads to lead to lead in love you know what i mean with with correct leadership biblical leadership and it's horny posting you know, on me she might not know it or not but her dressing in certain ways and provocative ways to get attention it's really that's all she's after you know just attention to feel wanted to feel loved because inside a woman needs that no at the gym dude <clears throat> she's wearing clothes for the gym and as a man you know we're called to provide that for our wives etc but you know this world distorts these things so even though they might not understand fully what you and I understand now. There's a way to honor them. There's a way to not look at them and not lust after them, but take care of them, you know, pray for them. And, and anytime that you can talk to a very pretty girl, you know, try to reach her heart, try to reach her mind, try to like, that's you know, not, that's not way. bad advice. But like the part about like the rest of it's just really bad advice. Like it's okay to look at somebody and go, Oh, Oh, would you look at that? Like, just don't be a shit to them and don't objectify them. Don't treat them in objectifying ways. It's perfectly fine to see a, a nice piece of ass and be like, damn, that's a nice ass. But then you don't go up to them and be like, hey, toots, nice ass, right? <laughs> if you get up the nerve to go up, you go, hey, and then you introduce yourself like a fucking normal person to walk this life and i just thought it was so beautiful that i got caught and like boom i like looked at something and i was like lord come in here like i want to talk to you about it i don't want to just be scared about it and not look at it like i want to bring you into this you know and, and it was so beautiful and because of that i'm able to share this with you so i hope this helps this for somebody i really hope it does oh that doesn't help anybody oh d never take this guy's advice this the the, <clears throat> the advice is <clears throat> if you see something you like that's fine you're supposed to you're supposed to see something you like, and maybe at the gym, you're going to see something you like because people there are working out. They're healthy. Uh, people are wearing gym clothes. Sometimes it's less clothes because they're working out, or sometimes it's like tight fitting, like yoga pants. And you're just, you're going to see something you like and just be kind to people. And then it's all gravy, baby. And if they're not interested, just accept that. And be like, oh, I'm sorry. You don't even have to apologize. You just go, oh, okay. So we got a, apparently Fox News every year. They have a, 
a Patriot. They have a thing called the Patriot Awards. I've never heard of it before, but this is a yearly event with Fox News. And it's, uh, well, I mean, it, it kind of is what it is. Oh, he's trying to be that guy from the fucking America, what the, the Reawaken America event. Fox Nation! If you go to NASCAR races or the Patriot Awards, that's where the real party is. Golden Corral and Camping World, thank you very much for sponsoring this event. The Fox Nation. That was actually pretty funny. Also has an MVP. We call it the most valuable Patriot. This year's Ultimate Patriot, the 2022 Patriotic badass you know what i might have to change my last name to patriot bill clinton knew i was doing this event tonight he called me hannity i need you to do me a favor he goes i know there's a lot of hot chicks that watch fox news don't let anybody in here we used to swim in a fire hydrant you know what a fire hydrant you just gotta do this and stuff. wait you can't swim in a fire hydrant again is tucker carlson amen that's right that's exactly right you're telling me somebody could watch that and tell me there is no creator? Oh, my God. Well, I guess we had two anti-palate cleansers in a row. We're going to have to skip a lot of stuff on the docket this week, but uh, maybe we'll run a little long on the podcast for, for the people that listen to the podcast. We got a... Kanye West announced that he's uh, running for president in 2024, and uh, y'all said he was hanging out with Nikki Fuentes. This video doesn't have Nikki Fuentes in it, but I mean, it's it's still got you know maybe somebody. I guess I would say maybe somebody you wouldn't expect, but uh, it's somebody maybe you would expect. Come to the office. It's Milo right here. How you doing, Milo? On the campaign. Oh, right on. Is that an announcement? (laughs) <laughs> I guess it is. Thanks. I accept. <laughs> so, 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 Paul, right here, we got the we got the Balenciaga right here. But it's the Yay 24 merch on it. You know what I mean? This is. Hey guys, what's your name? Giuliano. This is Giuliano right here. He was hey. filming me outside, so I said, just come inside. Let's take up over here. <laughs> How are you guys? Yeah. Right here, so this is where we're cutting patterns. We're making the coat. Johan, can you take these, um, these out the back and lay out so we can Thanks for having me here, Colin. This is what happens when fourth wall won't work with you. That's the A24. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. <laughs> So you are running. Yes. That's awesome, Kanye. Simple. <laughs> Simple as that. I know about you tell me, you know, yeah. you say this, you should say that, you know. It's just we're moving towards the future. Like, so what we do here is I'll cut up, you know, a hundred hoodies from Yeezy, from Balenciaga, from the stuff we did at Gap, from the stuff we did at Adidas. And everything we do is going to cost $20. We need to make sure that everyone can receive the same level of cuts, the same level of food, same level of water, same level of education, the curriculum, the engineering. We're beings 
with engineering opportunities. We're getting past what the fuck is he talking about now? All of these are 20 bucks, so everybody's going to get the same amount of food and water because we're engineers. Like, what the fuck is he talking about? On the future. Right. Here. I'll walk through that. Oh, wait a second. We got some, we got some, of, got some of the drip hey, coming in. The person that just went by was not Nikki Fuentes. All right. <laughs> Is that new jacket going to be 20 bucks? Those are new? Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. I know this is, this is an oversized look. You wear oversized? Yeah. Here, take this. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Kanye. Make another one. Here, appreciate you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks so much for having me, Kanye. Absolutely. It's Jay, bro. It's Jay. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> you can call me Kanye. Everyone had this. Sorry again. Yeah, we're too well, used to it. It's going to take us a while to update, right? Yeah. But this is the update. We are the update. That's all we need to do. As a species, we need to update together. Everything's been so divisive. Think about when they say diversity. People look at that like it's a good thing, but we're the United States of America. We're a universe. We're a university. We're a republic. That was terrifying. So there were two people that walked by. One of them might have been Nikki Fuentes. They did look like groipers just based on their haircuts and their, their style of dress. But I, I, I looked carefully. I was watching carefully. I'd be hesitant to say for sure that Nikki Fuentes was there, but I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. Nikki Fuentes really doesn't like Jewish people. So, And now, now it's time to check in on uh, Brett and Heather because we don't cover them on the intellectual dollar tree anymore we don't even play long form of them at all so uh here's a thread by the bad stats and uh this first one is uh heather tries to say that the left and the right wing media are both bad but she can't bring herself to say anything bad about the right wing media for you know whatever all reason. the pieces that are written on some particular topic someone somewhere on twitter is going to have posted that and that that means that it becomes more of a clearinghouse of news than anything from CNN to, you know, f frankly, I'm not, I don't know that Fox is as far, I'm not even sure which one I'm doing here. Like, I think CNN is more ideological than Fox in almost every regard at this point. I can't speak to Fox generally. Yeah. I can say that there are certain places on Fox where one does tend to hear a perspective, which sure. frankly doesn't strike me as left or right. It strikes me as, um, you mean like at one in the afternoon when they're just reading the headlines, Brett? Uh, it, it runs counter to the official narrative um, and <laughs> right. is often predictive. Yeah. Fox News is a conservative news source. Fox News says that they are a conservative news outlet. Here's the next clip. Um, something about time traveling and uh, money, money printer. Okay, but I want to call attention to something that I think I haven't really described here yet, and it's something I suspect is playing a huge, hugely important role in history at the moment. What I call it the time-traveling money printer. What? What I'm concerned about is that there is actually a class of elites that now effectively has a time machine. 
And it doesn't have time travel in a technical sense, but it has another mechanism of doing the same thing. If you have effectively insight on what is going to happen, historically speaking, and you share it, then everybody quickly picks up that insight and the markets will correct for whatever is going to happen, right? They will build that into the price of whatever it is that you're looking at. If, on the other hand, you have information about what's going to happen historically and others don't have it, then you uniquely can position yourselves for the change that is coming, create huge piles of wealth based on what is effectively inside information, and thereby rob everybody else who is using this place to store their own wealth mm-hmm. to say. But the point is, if you had inside information in September, October of 2019, that there was a great uh, contagious disease that was going to spread as a, a pandemic, you might well be in a wonderful position to effectively print money. Um, and the key to it is you can't move in time, but you can slow other people down in terms of how quickly they realize what's coming. So that by the time they are saying, hey, maybe cruise ships are going to take a hit, the point is you've already you've already shorted that stock, right? So they're describing insider trading, and members of Congress uh, did do insider trading based on <clears throat> knowledge about potential future COVID regulation. That's not even that's not even in like dispute. <clears throat> they don't get busted for it because you know they're part of the powerful people club. <clears throat> We'll do one more clip. This is about the time traveling money printing machine again. Blue team, which is a racket, has mechanisms for doing things. It has, there's a machine that we cannot see that shapes history. And that machine has mechanisms for shunting large amounts of money into places, right? And if we say, oh, that's money laundering. No, it includes money laundering, but the point is, this is really the shaping of history. It is not in any way an accident, in my opinion, that the FTX scandal seems to touch Ukraine and energy policy, where there is now a war raging, where the Bidens have perverse incentives, where Uh, The information that was unearthed about Hunter Biden's laptop was uh, silenced prior to an election, including the censoring of the New York Post, right? In, In other words, there is some engine that knows where its bread is buttered, and it is capable of making things happen, right? It is capable of slowing down the dawning of information about Hunter Biden's laptop. So it does not play a decisive role in the waning days of the 2020 election campaign, for example, right? I, don't, I still don't think we understand why Ukraine shows up as a place that Hunter Biden was making a fortune that made no sense, where his internal email suggested Joe Biden is involved, and there is now a war raging, and we have, you know, the president of Ukraine is a hero, but if you scratch the veneer, you discover that's not what's going on there. There's some story that involves Ukraine and energy and the Bidens, which we don't know that involves the blue team and its ability to shape history. So we'll think it's one thing, even though it's something else. But he started off talking about FTX, the crypto exchange that, that went belly up and I, he failed to connect any of it. Right. 
He's just like, oh, it must be connected. It seems weird to me, so it must all be connected. That's just fucking straight up trutherism. It's like how fuck it's like how people who talk about chemtrails or the flat earth talk. They're like, well, I don't see the curve. Something's weird. Something funny's going on here. I what's behind that plane? It looks like I don't the clouds didn't look like that when I was a kid. Well, I don't know how much time did you spend looking at the sky when you were a kid. Now you're obsessed with it. We got one more clip that we got to run during the regular part of the show. It's exactly a minute long. And um, Jordan Peterson got reinstated on Twitter um, by uh, Apartheid Clyde. And he's already fucking pissed off that people are clapping back at him when he says dumb shit. I would say there's no excuse for including the anonymous posters with the real human beings. And I think that social media platforms who have a certain reach, maybe it's a million subscribers, and and I don't really know what figure is appropriate, should be required to implement know your customer laws. And then that the people who are posting who are genuine, verified human beings willing to abide by their words with their personal reputation should be put in one comment section. And then the online, anonymous, cowardly, narcissistic, pathological troll demons who are polluting the <laughs> what the fuck should be put in a different comment section. And if you narcissistic, anonymous, cowardly, narcissistic, pathological troll demons. That sounds like Madison Star Moon right there. That's Madison Star Moon shit calling people that make fun of you demons who are polluting the public discourse should be put in a different comment section. And if you want to go to hell and visit the troll demons <laughs> and see what they have to spew, you can. That's called 8 or 4chan. But otherwise, you can be among the normal human beings engaged in normal civil human discourse. Right. And that would separate the bloody psychopaths from the, from the bulk of decent, normal people. And, you know, 97% of people aren't psychopathic. Yeah. This is, he's just mad that people can clap back at him on Twitter. They're just regular ass people can make fun of him and people will be like, ha ha, that's pretty funny. Good job. Like, that's all he's mad at. He want, doesn't want the poors being able to talk shit to him. And that's like the one good thing about Twitter that it's been that regular ass people can clap back at powerful people and sometimes get more traction than the powerful person because the regular ass person clapping back is either funny, has a point or hopefully both. And that's the part of Twitter that he don't like. He don't like it when people clap back at him. They all learned it from Sam Harris, basically. Sam Harris is the like originator of how dare you clap back at me. And uh, Sam Harris is seeming more and more like the least crazy person of all these people as time goes on. And I guess that's the podcast, everybody. Thanks for tuning in on your podcatcher of choice. If this is your first time listening, make sure you're subscribed to this and just Type Echoplex Media into your podcast or check out our other podcasts. And you can, you know, if you don't like one or the other of them, maybe you're not into Bay Area politics and you don't like down ballot, you can just unfollow it. I'm not going to be mad. But also check us out live, twitch.tv slash Echoplex Media. Or if you're on the go, you can always go to eplex.xyz or search for Echoplex Radio on the TuneIn app. Grab the audio version of the live show, maybe while you're jogging or doing dishes or whatever it is you're doing. And, uh, Don't forget to support us at Patreon, patreon.com slash Echoplex. Now, not only do you get the audio capture of all the shows, you also get the full video capture. And yes, there are ways to get that without joining Patreon. And no, I'm not going to be mad at you if you do that. And if you don't feel like giving me $5, just email us. We'll hook you up. I'm not literally paywalling an MP4 file. This is Boomers by Periscope, and I'll be right back with Red Light.
goth DJs and Twitch witches are hanging out on Thursday for the bad VHS rips, unblinking eyes, and fire by night. Thetans and Satans comes from an interest in the cult of Scientology, moral panics, Satanism, and how they set the tone for the extremist social media panics of today. We really earn our weird left Twitch badge with this show, watching the world go red light in reverse every Thursday at 9 p.m. Pacific on twitch.tv slash echoplexmedia. Find our full schedule at echoplexmedia.com.